0: Hi, again, this is S.E. Day. I have uh, a special guest on the line today. Hi, again, this is S.E. Day. I have uh, a special guest on the line today. Uh, We're going to be doing an interview about credit. Uh, You've been hearing me talk about credit for the last four months and how to build credit for your business, also to get your personal credit in order. Well, I have found a gentleman. I've been telling you about him. His name is Mr. Heath Kellerman. He's with a company called Business Credit Masters, and we're going to talk a little bit about what Business Credit Master does, how can it affect you, the individual, and more importantly, what can it do for your business? Uh, welcome, Heath, I'm glad to have you on the show.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm glad to be here.
0: Good, good. If you would, tell us a little bit about Business Credit. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself and then a little bit about Business
1: Credit Masters. Well again, my name's Heath Kellerman. I'm the owner of Business Credit Master based out of Arvada, Colorado. Um I've been in the credit business since about nineteen ninety nine. I started off as a big bad bill collector for Citibank. And <laughs> so and I and I really um didn't enjoy that line of work. I understand that there is a, a need to collect on, on negative accounts and As a result of that that type of work, I learned a lot of the ins and the outs about consumer credit, a lot of the misnomers, uh, the things that are true, the things that aren't true. And there's just so much misinformation out there that it became pretty clear pretty quickly that consumers at large needed to have a better idea uh, about how their personal credit works and and try and spin it into a, a something that will help them instead of a liability like it is for so many folks and obviously you know business credit is something that i got into um at the same time as as getting into the personal credit repair process Uh, i started off helping mortgage companies help their consumers that they were turning down for mortgage loans get their scores back up to par so they could get into houses and get into cars that they couldn't buy otherwise and the the business credit process is designed around corporations or LLCs because they're their, own, they're their own entity. They're just like a person. They have their own social, which is the tax ID number. They have their own name, just like you've got your own name. They've got their own date of birth. As a result, you can establish and build credit for that corporation separate to the ownership. So that's so, something that that I started okay. integrating into our program as well.
0: Okay, stop it. before you go too far on that. I want, I want I want to ask a question. Now you're saying that in setting up a corporation or an LLC, it in essence becomes an artificial entity or an artificial person, correct?
1: Yeah, I think that's the easiest way to understand it. It's its own entity. Um, the, as far it, it can bind its own contracts. I explain it to folks as it's just like a person. So that that gives you the ability to have that separation. And, you know, anybody that understands corporations and LLCs, the initial concept is to limit your personal liability.
0: Okay, exactly. Well, let me ask. Um, I've been a small business owner or an entrepreneur since 1998. And in my years of being an entrepreneur, I've only run across one company that did something similar to what you're doing. And, of course, they're not around anymore. I don't know why, for what reason. But I do know that in what your company does, by the way, audience, I am a client of Business Credit Masters. Remember, I only bring you things that I believe in and things that I can attest to. I'm a client of Business Credit Masters, and I like what they're doing for me. So I'm bringing him on because I know he can do his company can do the same thing for you. But now that was a little sidebar. But these companies, you don't find this information in in the SBA, the Small Business Administration. And most of the times when you go to set up a company, no one is telling you how to build credit for your business. Am I? Am I? Off on that?
1: No, that's correct. I mean, there is some information out there on the internet per se, but a lot of it's misinformation. So when we're talking about the right concept, the right ideas, Mm -hmm. you know, nobody told you, nobody ever told you through high school how to establish or build your personal credit, did they?
0: No, no one did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you know, if they're not going to tell the people, they're not going to tell the businesses. You know, there there are things through the SBA that are definitely good things for business owners, but. Um, the concepts around limiting your liability need to extend from just the idea of incorporating into the, the arena of credit. And when you use a personal guarantee, when you use your social or your personal credit to guarantee the, the debts for a business, you're breaking down that liability wall. You're pretty much throwing out the window the concept of limiting your liability. You see what I'm oh. saying?
0: Oh, yeah, I do. I do. Um and you're right, no one ever told me, I didn't think of it like that, but no one ever told me about personal credit. I really didn't learn about personal credit myself until I was like uh, a sophomore in college when I realized yeah, it's, it's that.
1: it's school of hard knocks, right? <laughs> absolutely.
0: <laughs> and I can tell you, and most of the listeners will know, that once that credit starts on a downslide, you really don't know what to do. Now, in and, and, and credit to the industry, or credit to credit itself. This is something that an individual can do as far as as far as their personal credit. This is something that they can do themselves, correct?
1: Yeah, as far as as far as cleaning up your personal credit, there's a federal statute, the Fair Credit Reporting Act, uh right. the FDCPA, the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. And what it does is it lays out a guideline, it lays out a step by step guideline on how to clean up your credit. Uh-huh. In reference to erroneous or inaccurate information, um, the issue is that when you, if you go to court today and you're not an attorney, sometimes they'll throw the book at you. And yeah. The same thing is true here. If you go to the credit bureaus and you don't do it the right way, you don't say the right things, you don't cite the right portions of the law, Absolutely. they just put you on. They put you on ignore.
0: Well, I, you know, I, I put it out to the audience like this uh attorneys don't represent themselves doctors don't operate on themselves and when it comes to business credit or personal credit if you don't know and, and this is you know repeating what you're saying if you don't know what you're doing or know what to say i advise letting somebody else a professional like business credit masters take a look at it and do that work for you because i can tell you i've i've done my own credit repair in the past or credit insurance whatever you want to call it and it's a tedious process.
1: And that's, you know, that's very true. And I'd, I'd have to say about 30% of the clients that come on board with us have already tried in some form uh, to repair their own credit. And you've got to remember there's three credit bureaus. Yeah. There's lots of different creditors. And there's and when you look at your credit report, not everything is on all three bureaus. So keeping all that square is difficult.
0: Yeah, also, it is.
1: With, when the credit bureaus respond to you if you're taking care of your own if your own credit repair they say that they verified something what are you going to do now and that's that's where people get stuck so they'll they'll get a month or so into the process and they don't know where to zig and where to zag in order to actually get rid of this stuff right and there's there's a you know there's lots of different credit repair companies out there that'll send a cookie cutter letter out for you but that's not necessarily effective exactly. what you have to do is you have to hit the credit bureaus you have to hit the original creditors and the collection agencies And in some cases, courthouses, when we're dealing with tax liens or judgments, bankruptcies, things like that. Right. But the federal laws are written in the consumer's favor, but they have to be used in the consumer's favor the right way, otherwise they get
0: used against you. Absolutely. Yeah, they'll write it in your favor, but they don't necessarily tell you exactly how to do it and everything you need to know to do it. Sure. Well, listen, something about your program that was very intriguing to me and I've kind of mentioned this before on, on on previous shows, is that you do something a little different. Not only are you enhancing or building the company's credit, but for the same program, you will also do something for the individual's credit as well, right?
1: Well, most of the folks that, that will come to me are coming to me for corporate credit without a personal guarantee as a result of some kind of challenge on their personal credit. Okay. So the original concept, the initial concept is to start building the business credit without using a personal guarantee by using vendor trade accounts, corporate gas cards, Visa Mastercard accounts, etc. Okay. There's a there's a limit to how much corporate credit you can establish and how much you can get without using financial statements or a personal guarantee. So while hmm. we're building the business credit profile, we also want to take a look at the personal credit. We take a look at all three credit reports. Anything that's negative, collections, charge-offs, bankruptcies, unpaid medical bills, utility bills. We want to address all of those and have those fixed over time as well, so that when you get into a much larger purchase for your business, you know, if you call me up and you tell me you need $5 million, you better have a personal guarantee to use. <laughs> and you better have okay. a real strong corporate credit profile as well. Okay. So it's designed around the real expansions for, for small and mid-sized businesses. Mm-hmm. And once you get over 150, 250,000, you're going to have to start showing income statements, tax statements that they can prove that you can repay a loan that size. Wow. Or or if you have the ability to personally guarantee it, you can still get around that. We don't, you know, we don't want you to get in over your head per se.
0: Absolutely.
1: But if you have an if you have an opportunity to expand your business in a big way, if you have a strong corporate credit profile and a strong business, a strong personal credit profile, that gives you a lot more borrowing power than just one or the other.
0: Okay, okay, so you will say that most of the most of the individuals, let's say we started out um, small business, maybe a mind pop shop as we call it, uh, that may not need a million dollar line of credit right you You can work with them on that to build their credit up. But as they grow, and let's say they bring on employees and they start expanding their business to say, you know, regional or nationally, your 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 program can also help them out in that arena as well. That's
1: that's a fact, and the you know that's one that's one aspect of it. There's another aspect for a business owner uh, when you take a look at how you transact money with a client, like in a retail store setting or a service industry setting. In order to take credit cards, you have to have a merchant account, right? exactly in order to get a merchant account, you have to use a personal guarantee yes so so we, even even if you're not looking for millions of dollars, you still have to have some kind of backing so you can transact with your customers outside of your business credit
0: absolutely and I can tell you that uh, being a business owner, I've owned several companies and you know basically, what he's is saying is, and he's absolutely right, I've had to be a personal guarantor for my company when I wanted to do merchant services that's you know basically bring in a credit card machine and be able to accept credit card payments from my customers and the first thing they wanted to look at was my personal credit. Well, if my personal credit wasn't that strong, then chances are I was going to either have to buy the equipment and they were going to charge me higher points or higher rate. Because my personal credit wasn't strong
1: right yeah your your personal credit costs you money one way or the other, or it can save you a lot of money one way or the other so in that in that particular scenario, just like you said, your fees are directly tied the the amount that you pay per transaction, the amount of money that comes out of the money that you should be collecting from your customer is directly related to your personal credit
0: absolutely. So
1: the better your personal credit is, the more money you're going to get to keep now you're always going to have some kind of fee with a merchant account. But the lower the better, obviously. Exactly. And I don't know I don't know of any business that still takes checks. Um, with the exception <laughs> of maybe electronic checks through Walmart or right. through uh, Sam's Club. Right. But if you can't take credit cards, you're on a cash only type of business and that's not good for you.
0: No, you pretty much can run yourself <laughs> out of this gradually. Right. So
1: it's, it's 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 two sided. You know, you wanna you when we when we look at why we're addressing the personal credit, it's for larger expansion. It's for merchant account service. It's for anything where you still have to use a personal guarantee in any kind of a corporate setting. The okay. the the bigger idea is to keep your social out of the mix on as many different business transactions as you can. But there's a limit to how far you can get by, by going that route. So Absolutely. in the scenarios where you have to use your personal credit, you want to have a strong personal credit profile so that you're you know, you're profitable. It's well, it's all just Go
0: ahead. Let, let me ask you this: When you say a, a strong credit personal profile, mm-hmm. uh, we've talked about this on the show, and we've talked of you know where the range of the scores on your FICO, your Beacon score, they go you know three fifty to eight fifty, some nine hundred. Where do you where would where would you like to have that your customer on their personal score? And then tell me a little bit about the the score for your business.
1: Well, the, when we're talking about personal, there's one thing that consumers need to know, that everybody needs to know about what's happening with the industry right now. We've all heard of the FICO model. Everybody's right. heard of the FICO model. Everybody's familiar with the basic score range. There's a new model being used called the Vantage Scoring System.
0: I'm that heard talking about that.
1: It's, it's rolling out real fast. It's been over the last few years. The, the banks and the creditors are still shifting over, but the bureaus are already using the Vantage Scoring System. The Vantage oh. Scoring System has a range that goes all the way up to 900, and it has a letter-grade affiliated ABCD along with the credit score. So it's no longer just a number. It's a number and a letter grade, and it's, it's tied together in your payment history in the diversity of credit accounts on your, on your profile. Now I've been doing this since 99. The folks mm-hmm. that I see that have 750s and 800s on the FICO model, mm-hmm. they don't just they don't just have one or two accounts. They've got a mortgage that's in good standing, they've got a vehicle that's in good standing. They've got one or two or maybe three credit cards with nice high credit limits and they're not not high on usage, 30-40% right. on their usage. Uh they've got a retail store card, they've got a gas card, and that mm-hmm. diversity along with the payment history, is really what creates a, a, a real solid profile outside of just the number.
0: Exactly. So when,
1: when we address personal credit repair, it's not just looking at what's bad. You want to look at what's helping you, too, because about 30% of your score comes from the last six months' worth of payment history. Wow. So if you got out of high school, you got into college, and everything charged off, you've got a big job ahead of you. You've got to get rid of a lot of those negative accounts and then start reestablishing as well. Okay. And that seems that seems to be a boat that folks miss on the credit repair aspect is it's you wanna you wanna take a look at both the negatives and the positives and fill in any holes on the positives with new approvals.
0: Well, and I've heard this and, and see if you can address this for me. I've heard that if you have let's say you haven't done any credit activity in the past, say three years, and you've had some negative stuff that the older the stuff is on your credit report, the less weight it has on you. Is that true?
1: Well, the general rule of thumb with credit is the older the better and the lower balance the better. Okay. So as as items age, they do have less weight. Now there's also the 7- to 10-year time frame that folks think applies to negative credit, and it really doesn't. Um, Negative credit can be updated by bureaus or by creditors or by collectors as often as they want to. And as a result, it restarts that 7- to 10-year clock. Now, positive credit is the other way around. If you have a car loan and you pay it off, 7- uh-huh. to 10 years later, that's going to fall off of there. It's just going to disappear like it never happened. Wow! It seem, I, I've seen 10- and 15- and 20-year-old and bankruptcies that are still on there that folks assumed were gone, but they had never checked to see.
0: Now, and that's business just because they master- kept
1: getting updated.
0: But business credit masters can work on something like that, Correct.
1: Because of the Fair Credit Reporting Act and the FDCPA, those items can legally be removed.
0: Oh, well, audience, I mean, there it is. You hear it. Um, Okay, we can talk credit all day long, but if you would, about business credit masters, Mm -hmm. what type of time limit do you normally work with as far as getting things corrected?
1: Okay, well, when we're when we're looking at personal credit, the time frame is always going to vary from one client to the next. Right. Some some folks will be done in two or three months, other folks four or five months, six months, other folks mm-hmm. a year. Okay. Um, I very seldom have somebody go beyond a year. That's mm-hmm. in a situation where there's 30 negative items from a bankruptcy that we just, you know, we get a whole bunch of them off, but there's just a couple that linger. So right. the first thing we want to do is we want to take a look at the credit report. When we look at the reports, before we bring somebody on board, it's going to tell us what status each account is in, how active the collectors are going after that money, what size, of, what size the account is as far as how much it is, how old it is, and that will help us determine a, a general time frame for a client to expect. Okay. So I'm not going to tell anybody any kind of type of time frame for their personal credit until they give me a credit report to look at.
0: Exactly. 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 No, understand. Understand. Mm-hmm. Well, what about business as far as building building the business credit?
1: The the business credit process um, is a process of timing and and getting applications approved by fulfilling each piece of the lending criteria. Okay. So you start off with a corporation or an LLC has to have an active and a valid tax ID number. Mm -hmm. has to have a business checking account, has to have a phone number. Uh, It could be a home-based business. It could be at a commercial location. It just can't be out of a P.O. box.
0: Okay. The
1: the first step is to do some background work to make sure the corporation or LLC is in good standing with the Secretary of State.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: The next step is to either get a DUNS number issued through Dun & Bradstreet, or a lot of existing corporations already have one and they don't know it. Right. So we'll locate that information. The next step is to take a look at the Experian Smart Business Report site to see if that corporation or LLC has an existing file with Experian. Okay. If not, if not, then we want to get one established. Now, the reason that we're doing this background work is that if I get you a credit account to start using, but you don't have a DUNS number, that mm-hmm. information gets reported into a black hole. It's never going to help you. It's never <laughs> going to land anywhere. Not good. So, No, that's not good. <laughs> now, The business credit scores range from 0 to 100, and that's Mm -hmm. true for Dun & Bradstreet, Experian, Equifax, Small Business. There's three main credit bureaus that we focus on for business credit. The most important is Dun & Bradstreet. Second is Experian. Third is Equifax. Okay. They're rated that way because of the number of banks that use each as far as uh, credit decision is concerned. The number one source is Dun & Bradstreet. The number two source is, is Experian. And I can name, there's probably three or four banks, period, that use Equifax. Right. So Equifax is the least important. So once we make sure that the Dun & Bradstreet file is in place, that the Experian file is in place, you're going to start off with really easy accounts, net 30 billing accounts, to get you off the ground, to get you some base credit history.
0: Okay. So
1: those net 30 30 billing accounts are designed where you basically place an order with a company. They ship you out some merchandise. You make a payment to them they report that information onto your credit profile. We use that base credit history to start moving into the revolving accounts, the more valuable accounts.
0: Okay. So okay. From there you
1: get into office supply accounts that are revolving where you could charge $100, $150 on a card, either going through their store, going through their website, calling it in over the phone. You pay them 20 $30 a month. That's going to give you the payment history that you need in order to keep on going into the next set of more valuable accounts. Okay. So... The idea is to put each piece in place, and the lending criteria is the hardest thing to to nail down, especially if you're trying to fly blind on this. In other words, you cannot get a Visa or a MasterCard account without a personal guarantee for your corporation unless you have at least seven revolving trade lines reporting through Dun & Bradstreet and Experian.
0: Wow. See, this is stuff that no one ever tells you.
1: Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. They're not gonna tell you what their lending criteria is. That's what we've worked out over the years is what it takes when it takes what the right time is to time out each application okay um
0: so when people get these credit card offers in the mail that will have their name on it and their business name on it. Mhm, they're basically looking to use your personal social security number because you, will you have. Never a bill-
1: Right. You'll never get a pre-approval in the mail that doesn't ask you for your social. Never. Gotcha. Never, okay. ever, ever. Huh. And they're they're always going to tie it into your personal credit. Now, that's that's okay if you have great personal credit. Uh-huh. Um, except if you don't really look at it for what it's worth, what you're going to have is an account that does not report to your business credit or your personal credit unless you go negative. So right. when you have a personally guaranteed Visa or a MasterCard account, Nobody knows about it except you and the bank unless you miss. Okay. If you miss, they're going to ding your personal credit, they're going to ding your business credit, but at the same time they're not going to benefit your personal credit in any way shape or form for having that business account. So, you know, it's a ghost trade line. For some yeah. people, that's what for some people, that's what they want. For other folks that are, that are looking to build their business credit, that's not the best way to go.
0: Well, he, and, what I'm listen, what uh, to stop you there. What I'm going to say is when you say for some people that's what they want, I'm going to beg the difference. For some people, they don't know the difference. They think, and like I used to, I would get these offers in the mail for me and my name on it and my business name on it, and I thought that, because I had per great credit, and I thought that by getting this credit card, it's going to build my business credit where it reports to everybody. I even got real wise with it. I was a real estate investor at one time, and I would take, Large amounts of money to the bank. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then I would open up, say, a certificate of deposit and borrow money against my money, mm-hmm. that that was going to build my business credit. And mm-hmm. then I come to find out that uh, this certain bank, Bank of America, mm-hmm. only reported to Bank of America. <laughs> so right.
1: That, that tactic. That <laughs> tactic is about ten years old.
0: Yeah. Exactly. It, it,
1: Yeah, and and the other thing that I think folks should be aware of um, is the the concept of shelf corporations or seasoned corporations. Okay. That's outdated information. It is true in the 80s and the 90s. If you purchased or acquired a corporation or an LLC that's a couple years old, you've got better borrowing power. Okay. That's no longer true. So that happened so no so so frequently did that happen. That Dun and Bradstreet caught on to the point, and each time management changes, they they update that credit report to basically negate any previous history before the, the new ownership took control. Wow! So if you bought if you buy a shelf corporation today, uh-huh. it's just as valuable as if you filed a new corporation today.
0: Wow! So, so things does,
1: to watch out for. It's it's it, just misinformation that's out there.
0: But that's good information to know because. Um, <laughs> 10 years ago, that's what I was mm-hmm. doing. I would actually, right. I had several corporations, and I actually sold some of my corporations because I didn't use them, and they right, had years right. on them. So basically, you're telling me that by my company starting with you, who's fairly new, versus someone who bought a shelf corporation, mm-hmm. we're pretty much in the same boat.
1: Yep. That's wow. the that's fact. And again, that's, you know, that wasn't true in the 80s and the 90s, but this is Absolutely. 2011. Here in 2011, that's, that's what's true. So,
0: <laughs> wow. so things
1: change, things change, and I've watched <laughs> things change over the years, and those types of changes are the reason why it's so hard to sift through some of the information that's out there. There's, okay. you know, I've seen over and over again uh, gurus, so to speak, telling people to file their corporation out of a P.O. box or a U.P.S. store. Right. There's no, no creditor is going to send you a credit card to a U.P.S. store. I can very easily look up on USPS and see that that's what's called a mail drop address. Wow. So don't do it. Use your home address. It's not going to kill you. Use your home address. use your your commercial lo- commercial location. Don't bother with a virtual office. Don't bother well, I, with the u p s store or our mailboxes, etc. It won't help you.
0: I can tell you, in as much as you actually working on a company's credit or an individual's credit, you're actually giving really good information to the audience because everything that you talked about was stuff that I used to hear and I used to preach. To people, so now and it wasn't got,
1: it wasn't wrong though it wasn't wrong then, <laughs> <laughs> you know things just change things just just change so but that information stays out there. Wow. And until, and, and if you're not set up the right way, you're just going to step on your own toes.
0: And that's not necessary. Not when a company like Business Credit Masters is in existence to actually help you alleviate that problem. Well, well, listen. listen let me ask you this because and. Just all of the information that you're putting out. This sounds like a person can't afford it, or a business you know, can't afford it.
1: <laughs> you know, you know. When we when we started this conversation, you were talking about a company a company that you knew about that's now gone. There there's quite a few different companies that offer um, a business credit program. Mm-hmm. Most of them are quite expensive. That's true. Uh, what I've realized over the years is that it makes a lot more sense. Um, to offer a program that's a pay-as-you-go type of program that's something that a brand-new business that's not in the black, you know, they're just starting out, can't afford right. to do. And that's that's really the way that we've structured our price points is so that anybody getting into business, even if they're working full-time right now mm-hmm. and, or, or a part-time job right now and they're looking to work part-time on their corporate or their LLC project, can be able to afford something like this without without having to mortgage the house. Wow. So that's you know, that's the way that it's designed. And it's it's a pay as you go program. It's a monthly program.
0: Now each month you
1: get what you're supposed to get.
0: Are you locked into like a a lengthy contract that it you have to pay it for twenty four months?
1: No, we didn't we didn't put that in the contract. Um, not all businesses make it. And right. there's no reason to take somebody that's that's got a, a great idea, but it just doesn't make it, and turn that into a collection account. It just doesn't make sense.
0: Understand. So,
1: so it's all month to month. Whether we're talking personal credit repair, uh, or or the business credit program, it's it just didn't make sense to do it that way.
0: Wow. Well, I can tell you, audience, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be putting information on our blog. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me about business credit masters and. It'll have some links on there. Click on the links. And if if you do nothing else, just send an inquiry to Heath and his people and let them take a look. Let them contact you. Take a look. Um, I can tell you, I've been talking with Heath for, what, I guess about nine months now?
1: Yeah, I think and,
0: that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been about nine months. And I my company is set up with him, um, and I can tell you, I can attest, he does what he says he does. Um, I've already had uh, net thirty accounts hit. I've ordered supplies. I paid the bill, and I'm ready to move into my next phase of the program. So I'm going to put some links on the on our blog where you can click, click on these links, and submit an inquiry and and get in touch with them. If you if you not just if you have a business or you want to start a business but also in your personal credit. This is stuff that we've been talking about. Credit is key. If you don't have the credit, you're gonna, you're pretty much on a sinking ship because cash is, cash is so volatile, and we see the way things are going around the country. So I'm going to put that stuff on. Um, Heath, is there anything else you want to share about business credit masters?
1: You know, I think that it's important that uh – that that everybody understands that our business is focused around what your business does because each business is different. So when we're looking at financing options moving down the road, yeah. It makes sense it makes sense to tell us what your big plans are. Tell us what you're really looking to do beyond Visa and Mastercard accounts. Are you wow. are you getting into a manufacturing type of setup where you're going to need a big piece of equipment to build or make the product that you're trying to make? Are you trying to promote a website and you need advertising money in the long haul? What What is it that you really need to do? And I want folks to think about that so that when they talk to us, they can tell us more. We do offer the credit program to establish all the way through Visa and Mastercard accounts, but I need to know what you need after that because I've got folks. I've got construction companies that have been with me for two and three and four years. Manufacturing companies. Every time they come through, they need something. You know, if you need to buy a bulldozer, that's what you need to tell me and that's those are the types of things that we can that we can take a look at on a, on a client by client basis.
0: Well, that's very interesting because you're actually basically enticing the business owner to think beyond a credit card. What is it that you want to do in your business? And that and I can tell you, you got me thinking over here because uh, eventually I want to buy this 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 big truck for the company. And it's going to be, I can tell you now, put it out on the air. It's going to be the legally steel show truck. And what we're going to do, it's going to be for our live remotes as we go out to different places. Um, but I saw one of these trucks down at the Super Bowl, and it's probably, with all the equipment and everything on it, because I want to have satellite hook up the whole nine yards, it's probably going to run me about a hundred to $120,000. Mm-hmm. This is stuff that you need to know. That can actually, as we're working through the program and building the company's credit, these are directions that we can go in, correct?
1: That's correct, and that's why we want to know, because if we're, if we're taking a look at a purchase like that, then we know what the lending criteria is to get you into a loan that size. Wow. So now we're going to look at where the personal credit is, whether or not it has to be involved we're going to look at getting some vendor quotes for similar vehicles, what kind of blue book mm-hmm. value there is on them, how much the equipment is going to cost to install, okay. and laying out a, a plan for you to be able to do that without spending an arm and a leg and without getting into a loan that's too heavy to cover.
0: Wow. Wow, I mean, you you're actually telling me some stuff and I I thought I was a pretty learned guy <laughs> But uh, you think I learn you know, new thank,
1: things every day, so <laughs> you know.
0: Thank you Heath, for coming on my show and you know sure. rooting me up out of my seat. I appreciate that. That's, that's no problem. <laughs> but well, no, thank that's you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's very good. And listen, audience, I want you to, I want you to contact Heath. Like I said, I'm going to have some information up on our blog, and you're going to be surprised. At the cost, you really are. I'm not going to tell you because I want you to go and take a look at it, but you're going to be surprised at the cost that that Heath he, and his company has implemented to actually help you get you to where you need to go. So definitely stay tuned. Heath, listen, I really enjoyed it, and I hope to have you back on the show live in the upcoming future where people can actually call in and talk to you and throw out questions and concerns uh, to you, so I hope you accept my offer to be back on the show.
1: Oh, I look forward to it
0: well, I tell you he it's been great how's the weather in Colorado by the way
1: you know it 's uh when the when the weather changes here, when we go from April to summer, it always gets wet, so you might get up in the morning and it 's sunny out, but by the time you hit the road it 's hailing. And then yeah. after the hail's gone, <laughs> after the hail dries up, the sun comes back out, and then it rains in the afternoon. But wow. it's getting nice. It, it's getting nice. It's better than snow.
0: Well, listen, if you ever want to come down <laughs> south over to uh, Florida, hit me up, let me know, because we are hot. We are at about 90. <laughs> <laughs> it's smoking over here, and the humidity is not helping. <laughs> well, well, he's listening again. I appreciate having you on the show um and I look again. I look to have, look forward to having you back again so we can talk more about this. This is going to be an ongoing subject that uh the legal Steel show is going to be talking about throughout the year because I think it is something that is so very important for the, the individual as well as for the businesses.
1: It really is. I mean, everybody's got everybody has credit. Um it's it's not a, there's nothing overnight about understanding it and as things change, you want to stay on the cutting edge of of what's going to help you and what's going to hurt you.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Heath, listen, enjoy your weekend, and I will be in touch with you soon. Sounds good. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Have a good day. You too.